You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're you're tuned in to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati, the top podcast covering the defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Hosted by Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata at Odyssey Sports Podcast. We are back on. It's always game day in Cincinnati. We're wrapping it up with what we learned this week. I'm going to start because I'm going to kind of connect it to OJ Howard. And it's bringing me back to the Kenny Galladay, Galladay, all that chaos in Cincinnati. Not that they're the same. They're not. They're offensive weapons. But when when Twitter and social media hear a name, they go, they go crazy. Like, got to have that guy. Got to have that guy. He needs to come here. He needs to play here. I'm glad that never worked out, and I'm glad the Giants uh, got that wide receiver. And I don't think Cincinnati was really all that interested. I think his camp called Cincinnati and said, hey, I want to come play in Cincinnati and play with JB. And the Bengals were like, okay, well, we're drafting Jamar Chase. Um, So that worked out for the better. And then the O.J. Howard excitement, I think, you know, there are some fans that are a little bummed. Hey, he's not coming here. Uh, He could have been great with Joe Burrow, get O.J. Howard out there, Hayden Hurst. They're really upgrading upgrading that tight end room. It hasn't been that good since they had Tyler Eifert. Um, I I think the playmakers they have right now are going to be fun. And and the thing about Joe Burrow is he can make anyone – out there look amazing having t higgins doesn't hurt having jamar chase doesn't hurt having tyler boyd doesn't hurt joe Mixon, yeah his playmakers are legit but to his credit and, and no offense to when you know when cj uzama was here but he helped cj uzama get paid in new york and he can really bring out the best in some of the playmakers and i think of your fifth and sixth options out there it isn't too bad at what what you see in the weapons room right now what about you yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think the Bengals' weapons are the best in the league. Uh, just yeah. at least the starting ones. Um, didn't know <laughs> the fourth receiver question. If it's Stanley Morgan, you know they got the best next weapon. Right. To be determined on who the fourth wide receiver is, we still don't know. Hopefully, but- we don't see him. <laughs> That's the truth of it. Unless unless they're going for two against Kansas City at Paycor Stadium in the AFC Championship game and they just say, Hey Stanley Morgan, hey Terrence Taylor, let's run it back. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't have a problem with that going for two with your fourth receiver. Yeah, I don't want to see the fourth receiver. So if we if we can't, that'd be great. Um, that'd be a good position to have, but like, yeah, all that stuff, you know, don't get too, I guess my message is don't get too bummed about, Hey, you missed out on an, another guy who the bills paid to leave. Um, so that's my, what yeah, I that, that's what I think too. It, what would, what was OJ Howard really going to do in Cincinnati as the number, it could have been the number three tight end. I don't think fans wanted to hear that because they hate Drew sample. <laughs> but, okay, can we talk about that? 
How do you feel about Drew Sample? I'm putting you. I'm putting you. Uh, he's a fine backup tight. The the hate comes because he was a second round pick. To to block, he's fine. To you know, catch the ball and fall down, he's fine. You know, he's he's not gonna break a bunch of tackles. Be the exciting tight end too that you know he comes in and he's a weapon that you could utilize in these twelve personnel sets. All this stuff. No, he's fine though. I, I think like. I don't think he's like a big drop guy. I at least I don't remember him that way from just recollection real quick. I think he's the type of guy that catch a pass and trip over his own feet, but he's going to catch the pass, you know. He's going to drop the ball week 1, they're going to throw to him and he's going to drop like the game-winning touchdown. Yeah. Oh, oh no, not the game. Why are you throwing the game-winning touchdown to Drew? <laughs> what happened to get us here? Uh, but this is not um, going well. <laughs> I think he's fine. I think I'd, I, my expectations for if OJ Howard signed was that he was going to be similar to Drew Sample. Is like, does he have athleticism anymore? I don't know. Is he big? Yeah. Could he catch the ball? Uh, Drew Sample could probably catch the ball better because what I remember of OJ Howard and why he fell out in Tampa was twice in one year, I think he bobbled the ball to the defense on a pass. So, oh, no. uh, Fans don't want to remember these things, but that's what I remember is that one time he had the ball behind his back or something, and <laughs> some Saints player just took it from him. I, I he was kind of like a little bit of a, a, a drop a drop guy. So I I think we got real excited about the name, and these guys probably watched him when he was in college, and he did have a year or, or maybe two in Tampa that were pretty good. But I do still remember when he was supposed to be the guy, and this is. <laughs> Fantasy football related for me. Maybe this is why I'm not that big of a fan. I drafted him and he sucked. That's you're bitter about it. <laughs> it could be a little bit of that. I remember I was I was upset. I had a, a profile picture of fantasy that was OJ's OJ Howard's face on a milk you carton. Said, oh, you're about to say OJ Simpson, weren't you? No, <laughs> I'm not that old. That's my fantasy with OJ Simpson. <laughs> no, I had OJ, I, I photoshopped OJ Howard's face on a milk carton, saying like, "Have you seen this man?" Because I drafted him like the fifth round or something i got excited and maybe that's why i'm bitter about him i was like you know he's he's not that special because he let me down in fantasy you know i i do think it's there are just crumbs leading towards this guy's not gonna be the guy you hope he'll be now could he have been better than drew sample sure drew sample is just like a normal backup tight end so could could oj howard be a backup tight end yeah could he be a 500 yard five touchdown guy in my opinion Probably not, unless he's really getting a lot of uh, a lot of passes. And for that to happen, I think there has to be something wrong happening elsewhere. So I think uh, I never thought he was going to take over Hurst. I didn't think he was even going to touch Hurst snaps, to be honest. I just I think Hurst is you know actually an athletic vertical stretching threat. So I don't think Howard does that anymore. And I think Asiasi is also fine. I don't. <laughs> I think they've got a lot of fine people behind Hurst, who I think is pretty good. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Yeah, no, I, I like that so much at all. It, it makes so much sense now um, with the OJ Howard connection and, and how you really feel. But I'm going to go to it because fantasy football, everybody's doing a draft. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't play fantasy football. I love the NFL. I'm pumped that in a week from today, we're going to have NFL regular season Thursday night football. It, the Bengals were seconds away from playing in that game. But we'll move on. Um, fantasy football, you're going to be drafting soon. Who are your players? Give me your tips and tricks. How do you be, how are you successful at fantasy football? And do you, are you one of those people that are in like 10 leagues? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm in two what? leagues that matter. And then because I have, I, I, I have a few Twitter followers that I, I joined a few free leagues because of that. But really I have two leagues that I care about because I have money in them. I don't know if I'm that great to be doing the fantasy football <laughs> segment, but um, yeah, I mean, for, for my most important league, this people are tuning out. We're at the end of the podcast. I'm talking really? about my most important fantasy football league with my friends. I, I, it's like one keeper. You get to keep one guy. My guy is going to have to be, well, it doesn't have to be, but I'm going to pick Joe Mixon as my keeper, which does make me nervous because last year I loved it. I love taking Joe Mixon because I was like, they're going to ease Burrow into this situation. Now I'd rather have Chase, you know, because I think they're going to throw the ball a lot. I think Mixon can get his, maybe not more touchdowns. He had a lot of touchdowns last year. But I think he'll be, you know, a touchdown guy again. I don't know if he's going to get the volume that he got last, because there were games that he was getting like 25 carries in a game. I just don't see that happening unless, you know, they, they go up 21 nothing in the first quarter and they're just letting the rest of the game ride out. Kind of like that second Steelers game. <laughs> but um yeah, I don't know, but that, my number one tips and tricks is just to pr try not to get too many Bengals. I know I want them, but it's just, it just hurts. It. You know? <laughs> it, when you have Higgins, Chase, Burrow, and Mixon, it's like, all right, but what if they play a tough team? Like, I know we love this team, but what if they play Denver? <laughs> not that Denver will shut them down again or anything, but it's just, man, if you have that combo against Denver, that you, you lost. Um I don't know. I I just if you are drafting still, uh, <laughs> never. Uh, if you are drafting still, if you're picking a bangle, I think I'd go chase over Mixon. I don't know. I think they're close in rankings and stuff. I just I think that's the move. Is just I think Chase gets ton of volume. He's gonna still explode. He's still gonna be that guy. And I think they're gonna increase the passing volume. I think Mixon last year he was awesome. But it was a lot of volume early. It was it was a lot of you know he's getting these 20, 25 carry games, and it's like uh, Nick producer has said, rule of yep. thumb is to never even draft players from his favorite team, and never kind of fits. I I usually don't even do that, but yeah, I I mean, my choice on my keeper was Joe Mixon, Devontae Adams, and Tyreek Hill, and I was like, ah, Mixon out of those guys. I'll, I'll go Mixon, and then I hope I'm not staring down. Uh, Jamar Chase <laughs> early round one like let Jefferson fall to me and he'll be like similar production I don't know so I'm kind of hoping for not that I'm that opposed to getting Chase too but you start getting into all these Bengals and I feel like that's how you get into trouble but yeah if you're drafting fantasy I like uh, Chase a lot this year I like Mixon plenty I like Higgins plenty but Chase is probably that dude and I, well he's getting drafted that way but that's how I feel about uh, him is just he could be the, the best wide receiver for fantasy this year. And I don't think Mixon will be the best running back for fantasy this year, even though he'll probably be top 10. Who's your quarterback? I don't have one. I, I don't know. I, I, 
I mean, I did draft another league. I picked Kyler, but now nah, that terrifies me because he always falls apart when the <laughs> next Call of Duty game comes out. Oh, <laughs> dang! Oh, I just saw that stat on, uh, I think it was Reddit. It was like, when the Call of Duty game comes out, he gets so much worse. And I'm like, I don't know. Is this true? Because, I mean, there, there's somebody doing the research on that. They're probably on TikTok, and they're doing the measurement of, like, ooh, when does Kyler's stats start to go down? I think, no, I think it, it's, it's, like, a it's correlation is not causation. I think it's just Cliff Kingsbury teams just don't do well in the second half of the year altogether. It's not just Kyler. But it is just kind of funny that the <laughs> Call of Duty game comes out. So I don't know how I feel about that. I I, I don't know the quarterback. If you're in a one quarterback league, it's like I just wait and hopefully Hurts or Kyler or I don't know. It seems like Lance's situation is weird. I was looking at him, but then they bring back Jimmy with a no trade clause. I'm like, if I can get screwed with <laughs> Jimmy is the ex-boyfriend that won't go away because he's going. I have a feeling that Jimmy's going to come back and he's going to start a majority of games. Oh I man, the scary thing is like if they start zero and three or something, and then they just they go with Jimmy because Kyle wants to win. The team wants to win. I mean, Trent Williams doesn't want to play for a rebuilding team. He's thirty something, so the team wants to win. And then they pull Jimmy out there and he's safe and he wins a couple games. That's what would scare me about the Lance thing. Even though if I if I put money on, I think he starts the majority of the year. It's just like, I wish that guy wasn't there. Like if the temptation wasn't there, <laughs> like if it was still Nick Mullins, they're not going to go to Nick Mullins. They might go to Jimmy though. Jimmy's Jimmy's not going. I mean, he's, he's going to be starting. I bet Jimmy gets starts by week seven. I'd also, yeah, I guess I should say Bengals podcast. I'm okay with Burrow too. I like Burrow for his fantasy. I just <laughs> no, feel don't like... take Burrow. Don't take Burrow. I feel like it's bad luck. <laughs> yeah, um, bad luck to take Burrow. Don't take Joe Burrow. I, we'll have someone else take him in their fantasy football league. And yeah, pass on him. No offense big, to Joe Burrow. Big Doug Peterson guy. So I'm into taking Trevor Lawrence if I if that's an option too. Just yeah. like the last round basically of just, no, I, I didn't get any of these guys. I'm just throwing a dart. Maybe I pick Kirk Cousins first just so I have somebody who's fine. And then Do I it. just throw the dart at Trevor Lawrence. Just like, please work. <laughs> you know what? Year two for Trevor Lawrence. And that's the thing. Him being in Jacksonville, nobody talks about him. And nobody, like everyone's just kind of like, oh yeah, Trevor Lawrence is there. And you know, he, he might be pretty good. Um, Yeah, year two. I think he's going to be better. But yeah, you know, we're ready for week one of the NFL regular season when we're talking fantasy football. And I don't even play fantasy football. <laughs> I love football, I promise. But I, I would never change my mind my roster or anything like that i would forget about it and i can't get invested so oh that's why i can't do more than two important leagues is that i'll leave a guy that's on a bye week and go ah crap i didn't check that one well i'm just checking the ones that matter for me no not at all well i know you're busy like i said you have plenty of highlights i think you're one of my favorite follows in the nfl world especially Bengals fans should be following Bengals underscore sands you have awesome highlights out there you break it down obviously you do it on the podcast and you do it on social media plenty of content on all Bengals. anything coming out next week that you can preview I don't know if the fans will love it. I, I will be previewing the Steelers. Oh, you, man. No, it's just that I, I'm previewing the Steelers. So if they want to read about the Steelers, then yeah, I, I assume you probably want to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was watching. That's why there was the Cam Hayward thing. I just watching over the, the first game. I just go like, oh man, we always forget about how good this guy is, right? Like it, this is an all pro probably probably the second best all around defensive tackle and normal years. He'd probably have a case for the best defensive tackle. It's just, he plays with 
Aaron Donald in the league. <laughs> so nobody's going to be better than that. But man, he's good. And I think that's uh, that's going to be that's rough. That's rough for the Bengals to face. He really he really beat Quentin Spain the first matchup. I haven't gotten back to rewatching the second game yet. But watching that first one, I just think like, ah, man, why do we got to play this guy twice a year? And then you got TJ Watt too. And Minka's a good safety. They're almost, this but I do, sound like it's going to go well. <laughs> no, I think, but I do think it is going to go. I think of the Steelers a little bit like min max because it's like, they've got these awesome players, but then I don't, their corners are kind of whatever to me, like Cam Sutton's fine. And they got that second bills corners fine. And all these guys that are like, ah, I'm not nervous about that. Like, I see T Higgins against Cam Sutton. I'm not throwing that go ball. I'm throwing that go ball. Go get it. <laughs> and uh, they brought Terrell Edmonds back, even though I'm not sure they wanted to. It's a lot of like, we're saving here so that we can have these awesome guys. So I don't know what I think is just like, it's a good defense. It's a scary defense a little in some ways. And who knows what Ogan Joby is going to bring for them. But it's also like, there's definitely points where I think the Bengals have the advantage. Well, we'll have plenty. You'll have plenty of content, allbengals.com. Again, make sure you're following them on Twitter, Bengals underscore Sands. We'll be back next week to preview week one of regular season on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.